Introducing Wondersuite from Bluehost.com, the tool that makes WordPress wonderful for everyone. Website creation is hard, but now with Bluehost, you can answer a few simple questions about your business and goals, and the Wondersuite tools will automatically lay out your WordPress website or store in minutes. Seriously. From there, you can customize your design, pick your brand colors and add blocks, no custom theme or coding required. You'll get content suggestions that you can keep or revise. And with Yoast SEO built in, we automatically help you get found in search engines. From step-by-step guidance to suggested plugins to an AI-powered help bot, our built-in tools make WordPress wonderful for everyone. Whether you're a beginner or a pro, you can join over 2 million Bluehost users. Go to bluehost.com slash wondersuite. That's bluehost.com slash wondersuite. The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. Hey, what's up? It's your girl, Tamara, a.k.a. Girl from Harlem. And this is Ray Daniels, a.k.a. The Culture Referee. And we need y'all to subscribe to our YouTube right now. If you're listening on a podcast network, I need you to save all our shows. We need y'all support right now. We're, trying to, we're really trying to give y'all the information, but we just need you guys to support us, man. And guess what? It don't cost nothing what we're asking for. Let's get it. And this is The Guy Show. Shout out to Tamara for showing back up to bless us people with her beautiful presence. Let's get it. Oh, yeah, you missed me. Yeah, we missed you. Okay, so we're going to do a little trending topics, and then we're going to break down some stuff. So. Hold on, we're going to get right into trending topics? How was your, how was your trip? What's up? Like, oh, what did I do? Oh, okay, so I gave away some turkeys in Georgia. I got a lot of heat for that because everybody was like, what about Harlem? But, you know, I try to show y'all some love. you live in too. Georgia? I, I live here, but I still take care of Harlem. But, um, yeah, so I had a pretty good um, Thanksgiving. I convinced my mom to come down here for Christmas, so that'll be fun. I can't wait to see her. Did you have, like, a house full of people? I seen Dre frying chicken. Was no, he no, the no, chef? No, no, no. We, I, you know, I had a lot, a lot of people come through, man. But, you know, um, you know, I just wanted to make sure, you know, Thanksgiving is one of my favorite times because it seems like this time of year is a time where everybody's nice to each other. I like the holidays because everybody wants to give. I feel like if we all treat it. This January through October, like we treat December and, no- and November, back part of November, this world would be better, man. People are very nice to each other on the holidays. Like, all the way across the board, like, they work out, they start trying to, like, get themselves together, organize, end up the year right, finish off strong. Totally agree with you on that. So I'm glad you got some family time and to relax. Um, so, Birdman said no one in hip-hop had a longer run than him. Do you agree with that? Because we got to think yes. about this. But what is he doing now that you think he could still claim? Well, you got to look at it from this standpoint. Baby and Slim dropped their first major album in 1998. Mm-hmm. And, you know, Jay-Z is relevant. Of course, Nas is still relevant. It's a lot of relevant people still here. But Drake, Nicki is still the biggest female rapper in the world. Drake is still the male, biggest male rapper in the world. Uh, numbers wise and He's Wayne that big and Wayne yeah it. but and Wayne is still 
one of the top five rappers that ever lived, and they're all relevant right now. Like, I, I, and don't forget, Birdman also was responsible for uh, he he. What Birdman did that was smart that I think most people should learn, most CEOs should learn, is that he knew how to pivot and embrace the youth. So don't forget when Bird was running around with Future, Thug, and uh, uh, Rich Homie Quan. Don't forget what he did, Rich Gang. Like he always understood how to make sure these young dudes around him felt like bosses and was making boss moves. So, yeah, he's the he's the goat of this shit. He was on my top five CEO list. Yeah, he, was, just, he, was, he was number two behind Dame, but Baby is Baby is Slim, man. They, we don't give them enough props on what they've done. But I think it's because they're more chill. They're 1998, not, y'all. Yeah, that's crazy. 1998, and, and, I'm, and I'm a Cash Money fan, so I remember cash playing. Cash Money taking over. I remember playing Get Your Shine On. From BG, I remember playing uh, Whoa, 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 Kimo Sabe. I remember, I'm a Cash Money fan. What? Was that Spanish you just said? No, no, no. That was a song that they had. Yeah, Big Thomas. What does it keep How on? you love that? Okay. See? BG, Chopper City. I want y'all to know, like, I grew up on this shit. So I, this is really, like, I'm really, so for me to be, I'm in the game 17 years. You got to think about it. These guys been making money in music since, like, 94? Man, come on, man. Do you think there's any CEO today that kind of is even close to doing what Birdman is? Has I thought done? about Lior, but the only thing about Lior is that Lior switched ships and he has a job now. You gotta Leo, Leo is great. So Lior was, he's had a long run, but it wasn't the same. It was a Leo run. I don't so, know who you, you know who Leo Cohen is? No, you got to give me some. School me. Okay, Leo Cohen is him Him and Russell Simmons started Rush Management. Okay. So they was, Leo was like Run DMC's role manager. He was a day-to-day manager for Run DMC. He was, uh, and then he went on to be part of Def Jam when they started it. Then he ran Def Jam, and then he left Def Jam to go run Warner, and he ran Warner, and then he left Warner, and he started 300, and they just sold 300 back to Warner, but he's also the CEO of, he's also head of music for YouTube Music right now. Oh, shoot. So, like, Leo's one of the most profitable people in this game, but I, I thought about him immediately, but I was like, but Leo has done so many, like, Baby and Slim have been cash money. Mm-hmm. That brand, I think it's also very important to acknowledge that it's hard, like, look at Puff. Like, what do you, what do you know Puff for now? Ciroc and liquor. Exactly, Ciroc. At one point, he was known for Sean John. At one point in time, he was known for the Cologne, Unforgettable. But at one point in time, he was known for having Bad Boy. That's what I mean. And now he got Love Records. But Cash Money has been there. Oh, I didn't there. even know he switched it out. Yeah, so. Bad Boy is for his sons now, and Love Records is oh, his new I thing. I love that. Yeah, but that's what I'm saying, though. But, like, Cash Money has still, yeah. same name, Cash Money Records. Like, it's still here, still relevant, still kicking ass. 26, 27, almost 30 years later. What about JD and So-So Dove? Nah. No, they close. No, 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 no. no. JD, here's another thing. JD and So-So Dove, but JD is more, JD has had, by the way, shout out to Jermaine Dupree. He hit me. He said he want to come on the show. Please come on. He's from the Southside College Park. I would love to have him. (laughs) But JD was also known as being a producer. I think when you think of JD, you think of him being a producer. That's why everybody was like, why you don't got Dr. Dre in your top five CEOs? I'm like, Dre is more a producer. Like, like, JD was a CEO of So-So Def, but he had his biggest success for Mariah, for Usher, for people who weren't signed to So-So Def. That's what his biggest run was on. So that's why I'm like, I wouldn't say JD, but Cash Money, Baby and Slim haven't been known for anything besides Cash Money. The only other thing you could say is maybe Rich Gang, that was under Cash Money, and Young Money, 
that was under cash money. Mm-hmm. But everything has been cash money. That's why baby is right, man. How you gonna give them that? They stayed true to who they was. So um, last week or recently, I don't know when, the internet got hit with a bunch of unreleased lotto songs, right? So my first question is, how do songs get leaked? Like, how does something like that even happen? I feel like whoever leaked her songs was trying to hurt her. The way songs get leaked is you have people who are around you who feel a way, who want to hurt you. Why would we, Why would you leak? In, in the world of streaming, why would you leak that many songs? I just be Somebody wanted to hurt her. Somebody wanted to hurt her. They wanted to embarrass her. Somebody wanted to hurt her, and that shit was deliberate, and that was fucked up. Like, art, let the artist present the art the way they want, mm-hmm. not the way you think it should be because, or you want to embarrass them. That was whack. What does this mean for her moving forward? Like, should she, like, if it got leaked, should she release some of the songs she still planned on doing? Just yes, doing it her they way? weren't finished. It was like demos. It was 126, 130 some demos leaked. That's all. So she should still keep her plan. Um, the other thing that came from this was a lot of people were questioning other people in the game's pen because some of the reference tracks that she had. Um, other artists came out with. So Bia was one of the artists that came on the fire because a whole lot of money was on there, and they were saying, like, oh, I thought y'all wrote y'all own stuff, and that conversation came up again. So, so just, to, just to speak on writers, just because someone has writers doesn't mean the writer wrote their verse. Mm. Like, like, Doja Cat is one of the most talented artists alive. If not, she's top five most talented artists alive. She bitch could rap, she could sing, Motherfucker could write. She write all her shit, but super creative. We yeah. wrote records with her, and it was the hook, and she just sung the hook over. But here's the thing: why does that matter? See, to me, that's the shit that holds us back. It's like why can't like like why can't I just be great in my own self, and you fuck with me? We got to start acknowledging that maintaining attention and maintaining the audience—that's a skill. I know a lot of talented people who can't get as far as Lotto did, can't get as far as Bia did, can't get as far as Doja Cat is. And the reason why is because maintaining a fan base and the interaction, that's hard to do. So for me, I just think we'd be focusing on the wrong thing. Here's the crazy part. If you look at an artist, look at an artist's successful portfolio, right? Let's say you're looking at a global artist, right? Let's say Taylor Swift, right? Huge, right? If you looked at her income, if she makes a billion dollars, probably 700,000 of it is from, no, I'm lying. Probably 70 million of it is from recorded music and probably 10 million is from publishing. Mm. Think about that. Public, like when you look at these artists and how they make their money, publishing is the, it is literally at the bottom. The only reason our artists want to maintain publishing is because it lasts long. Mm. So yeah, I did a show today and I performed, and I got a million dollars, but that publishing that I have is going to pay me eight years from now when I don't want to do a show, or maybe I'm not as hot. So that's the only time that comes in pay, place. But for the most part, bro, like, why do we care? Why are we worried about who did what and who didn't do what? It doesn't matter. Which one of your favorite songs? Like, in the world. In the world just give me a song that you love. Whitney Houston, I Want to Dance with Somebody. Whitney didn't write that. Does that matter to you? No, but you don't got to steal my joy. No, 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 no. How did I steal your joy? It shouldn't matter. Whitney sung it. It doesn't, yeah. Like, it, it doesn't take away to It became her song. That's yeah. what art, great artists do. They make it theirs. And I didn't expect Whitney to really write That's my point. Songs. Like, imagine how hard, imagine in this new world how successful artists like Whitney could be. Well, why y'all give they Drake ju- so much grace and the girls, like, they get attacked for not writing That's what I'm saying. Songs. I think that's whack. Kanye had help. Drake had help. Drake in 21 just announced that, on, mm-hmm. that they helped each other. Who gives a fuck? Do we like the music? 
I always tell artists, stop stroking your own ego, written, produced, directed by me. Who gives a fuck? I like the movie. It's like, if you, if you did all that, that's great. But to me, that's all stroking your own ego. Who cares? If somebody can help you do something better, allow help. That's how we become great. So you mentioned something that kind of goes right into what I want to talk about. So you said it's a difference between kind of just being an artist and being able to capture people's attention. So you know where I'm going with this? No, go ahead. Oh, okay. So um, Sweetie um, has <laughs> millions of followers on the internet. Like during quarantine was one of the biggest social media influencers, like really got content queen awards, all type of things. But her album dropped this weekend and she was only able to get 2K in sales. Um, how does something like that happen? Arrogance. Artists lose because they're arrogant. Tell me more. I mean, it's just that simple. It's just, if you're an artist, right, that's why I hate when artists use the word fans, right? Fans is such an overused word, but very understood, right? Misunderstood. So if you say, I have fans, that means you have people going to show up for you. How many artists are you really a fan of? Now, I might be a fan of your song. I might like your record. But that don't mean I'm a, like, I'm a Jay-Z fan. I'm a Yay fan. I'm a Drake fan. Whatever they drop, I'm going to go listen. I'm a fan. How many fans do you really have if they're not supporting you? Those are not fans. That's an audience. Those are people who liked your song, who wanted to support, who like, I'm a best friend. By the way, her biggest record was done by my team, <laughs> right? And tap in her second biggest record done by my team. And we didn't have nothing to do with this project. Uh, I don't know why, but here's the thing. Here's what you got to look at. I always tell artists, protect your magic. If something's working, use that shit. I agree. Like, man, I promise you, I hate to drop the name L.A. Reed so much because I know that gets on his nerves because I know, I know the man. But he always told me that. He said, bro, like, when you find magic, protect that shit. Like, if Tamira's in the room, I don't care if she ain't contribute nothing besides telling the jokes. Don't keep her in the room. Pay her to stay in the room. Give her a publishing. If, if you think that Tamira being in the room makes the room more valuable, keep her there. He always taught me that. So when I see artists, I'm always like, when I see artists, I'm always like, you know, protect the magic. If somebody gave you your biggest hits, use that shit. Don't go away from the people. Right. That's what happened to Bobby Brown. Bobby Brown, Bobby Brown went to Babyface and L.A. and all of those guys and did his, his album that Tony Roney uh, fucking rock with you. All that shit. And then he didn't go back to them second album. Do you think that the that, artist... That to, that's, to me, that, that has to be arrogance and ego. That's the only reason why. If I'm winning with you, I'm going to stay with you. Mm -hmm. Like, it's hard to keep a team together. Just imagine if Jordan and Pippen were playing in 2022. How hard would that to be? We don't know how much money they're making. We don't know what their families look like. We know what they live in. We know everything about them. And then somebody would try to take Pippen away. Right? Just think about it in today's world. Mm -hmm. So my thing is, is that if, 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 if you have magic, maintain that shit for as long as you can. M maximize it, get as much as you can out of it, and then call it a day. Okay, so Hitmaker said, Sweetie selling 2K <laughs> is bad. Shout out to Hitmaker. He was telling me he want to be on the show. He told me he want to be a part of the show. That's my Virgo brother. He's coming. I'm, he's going to be on the show. Shout out to Hitmaker for saying that. So, is it bad AR vibes? He also said, I have an issue with her having multiple platinum singles and not sticking with the formula that got her here. Exactly what you said. Somebody got to get fired. Who's getting fired? If you're on Sweetie's team, who's getting fired? The unfortunate part is, is we got to stop putting so much pressure on the people who are working on these artists. Because 
if you weren't there from the first inception and was maintaining it from the first inception, you can't come on after she has success and tell them what to do. The problem with most artists now is that they're making so much money that they don't feel like they have to listen. And they let the likes get to them. Fuck the likes. Don't let the likes get to your head if you're an artist. Focus on the result. Focus on the music. If you're a recording artist, focus on the music. So what should artists' goals be today? Like to, the, the goals today should be maintaining your audience, b- maintaining your fan base, building a fan base and maintaining it, not trying to figure out. Like, 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 just period. Okay. Like, period. Like, if, if Sweetie was as connected to her audience as she should have been, she would have known that the album was not ready to be dropped. I worked at Warner. I, I was in those rooms where, you know, we would have an artist, we'd discuss it, and we'd be like, they want to drop an album, but we know they're not ready. But if an artist come in the room and say, fuck that, I want my album to come out, what can I say? Now I'm going to say, no, I think it's a bad time, and now I got to worry about you going on Twitter saying, Ray is the worst guy, he's holding me back, fuck Ray, I was trying to protect you. So guess what the new label execs are doing now? Drop it. <laughs> Show 2000 first week, that's on you, sweetie. Now you're going to listen to us? I have a question about like album dropping and time placement because I heard a rumor that Cardi B was going on tour and she was going to probably drop a <clears throat> single in December. Most people wanted her to drop it now so they could hate on low numbers. Why would her numbers be low if she dropped now? Is it because of the holidays and people listening to Christmas? It's music? just because the numbers are. Why would people listen to your music now if they haven't heard anything that makes them interested in listening? Like, like I knew Sweetie dropped an album. I didn't know Sweetie dropped an album. Only time we heard people talking about Sweetie dropping an album was we, we heard everybody saying it was Did too it. early to diss Quavo right. after Takeoff just passed away, right? Mm-hmm. That's what we heard. But at the end of the day, why would, like, you have to pay attention. You know when you hot and you know when you not. You know when you stepping out and it's different and you know when mm-hmm. you not. You know when you getting calls for shows like a motherfucker and when you're not. Mm-hmm. But artists don't listen. Artists, you do not know it all. Now, you know a lot of it, but you do not know it all. Listen to the people that have been there before you because they, they don't want to see you losing because look what happened. Sweetie shit flops. And then they call out her label. And then here's the worst part. So who do we hold the accountable? DJ Vlad called out. Her, like Aisha White. Love Aisha. Shout out to Aisha. Aisha's a sweetheart. Why the fuck are they? Now, now Aisha White is in tweets that's getting retweeted 30, 40,000 times. <laughs> like, what the fuck did I do? But... Her job is to protect the artist. So there's no telling why she didn't have a talk to Vlad. Maybe Vlad would have asked a question that she didn't want to ask. I don't know. I don't know the reasoning for it. But to me, to me, the problem with the music business, one of the problems with the music business today is that the artists and their teams and the labels are not working cohesively. Mm. Like I remember when the album dropped, the manager, the artist, the label, everybody was in the room and everybody had an opinion. Everybody had thoughts. In today's new world, it's like, this is what the artists want to do. I remember sitting in a room with an artist, and I'm like, and we was like, yo, we think you should make, we think we, we should go back in the studio. And he was like, my album done. <laughs> my album done. And here we said, okay, cool, your album done. Like, what am I supposed to say to that? Like, you the artist, your album is done. So we let him drop his album, and the album didn't perform well. It didn't. And it was like, bro, we was trying to tell you to make better songs. Like, I'm on your team because you should trust me. I'm not on your team. That's another thing. Artists be thinking that they're, they're the end-all, be-all. I'm not on your team because I need you. I'm on your team because I'm here to help you win. 
I agree. So who do you hold accountable? Should they hold themselves accountable? The artist. The artist? Just the artist. Yep. I agree. Shout out to Sweetie Manager, Big Bob. Great guy. Called me on the phone. Was like, we was talking about it. Know everything was going on. But I know that I, I have a little bit too much intel that I won't put here. But I do know that if the artist is eager and ready to work, everybody around them is eager and ready to work. That's, what I, that's a fact for any artist, by the way. Do you think her relationship with Quavo affects... I don't hits make hits. Mm. Hits 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 determine everything. Okay, so what happened make to the days? Hit. The days when people used just wanted to put out music and didn't care about numbers. I think those days still exist. Who doesn't care about numbers though? I feel like that's all artists focus on right now is how much they're gonna stream and if they're gonna chart on Billboard. That's because the, I think that's because that's a measuring stick. Mm-hmm. But when I don't think when Tyler, the creator, puts out music, his fan base cares about album sales. Mm. If Jay-Z put out an album right now and he sold 1,000 copies first week, you think me as a Jay-Z fan going to rethink my fandom? <laughs> Not my fandom. I'm asking. I'm being, I mean, like, and I don't even like to say I'm a fan of another man, but that man is incredible. You think if Kanye dropped the album right now and it didn't do well, that I'm going to judge him? Like, no. No, because I'm a fan. That's why artists need to start focusing on building fans to want to listen to your album and then drop albums. In the world of EPs, mixtapes, deluxes, and everything else, why are you so rushing to drop an album? You know why? Because there's money at the end of it in their mind. Yep. They're trying to move through their, uh, through their uh, period that they're in right now. Because, you know, that's another reason why artists drop albums. Because they know if I drop this album, they're going to give me money for my next one. Bro, but you just flopped. Who cares? Now you've got money in your pocket, but you don't have no fan base. <laughs> About a five thousand Twitter trolls that's out there right now. You think of a, you think what if a Twitter troll came out and was like Ray needs to change it from the God Show because that's sacrilegious and you think I'm paying attention to that? I'm not gonna allow you to control me. So for me, if they wanted Chris Brown to perform, bro, somebody's gonna have something to say about everything everybody is doing. We cannot allow people who are fucking out there on Twitter, Twitter trolls, who have nothing better to do, just determine what we do is whack. I agree with you. Um, Chris Brown went out and just released the footage of his performance on his IG page um, of his practice line. I personally think that he should have did something like go to a black platform and perform there. BET Awards is BET. Shout out to the BET people. They're smart. I guarantee you somehow, some way, Chris Brown is going to be performing at Michael Jackson Tribute at the BET Awards next year. So, speaking of, the Soul Train Awards just happened this past week. Um, some people were frustrated because they felt like I was People were frustrated. Here we go, those same 5,000 people. Go ahead. Well, go ahead. It's okay. I'm just letting you see. I don't care about people being frustrated. I don't care about what people have to say because that's not my business. My business is what I'm doing and what I'm trying to do. Well... It was a pretty big name that was upset because Escape pretty big name. JD. He was mad because he felt like black people weren't showing up to the Soul Train Awards. And then look what happens when we try to show up to AMAs and they sent Chris Brown home and have black people up in an uproar. And then JD dropped that video saying, you telling me to make a video, a uh, uh, um, uh, award show, but that's what Soul Train Awards is for. Exactly. Soul Train Awards was good. I watched it just because it's us. Exactly. So that's what I'm saying. I think like, why do we care about the American Music Awards? We don't. Do you care? No, I don't even. I don't I either. Didn't know. But so let me I, ask you a question. Who cares then? 
those five thousand people on Twitter trolls. We would we, we would don't have never care. even thought about we it. Don't if care. Do we don't care. We do not care. But the question, the underlying question, is why aren't our people showing up for the Soul Train Awards? That's a bigger issue to me. I feel like you know people. I don't know. It's weird to me. I, I would show up for Soul Train before I show up for any other award show. I show up for BT Awards before I show up for the Grammys. No disrespect to the Grammys, but I want to go to BET Awards. I want to see people that look like me dressed up, having a great time, watching people like that look like me be celebrated. I'm all about that, me personally. So what, could, what do you think they could do to change that? What would you suggest? Um, the big people got to show up. Mm-hmm. Kendricks, B's, J's, Y's, they got to show up. Why did they pull the Source Awards? I don't know, maybe because nobody was showing up. I don't know. You was you was out back in the day when the Source nah, Awards was I, I never went to a Source Awards in my life. Oh, I thought you uh-uh. was down with the get down back then. Know. Okay, so that's something we both missed. I'd have loved to have been at a Source Award because that was a good time in hip-hop. So I ran into a clip over the weekend. I wanted you to break it down for me because I'll send it over to Braxton. Maybe he could insert it or something. Um, but it says, Nas owns half of Jay-Z's dead presidents. How does that happen? Nas owns Jay's publishing. Jay does not own Nas's publishing. Wait, what? This is why it's very important to speak properly. So here's what happened. Nas owns none of Jay-Z's publishing. None of it. What happens is, is I want to sample something. I'm at the mercy of the person I want to sample. They need to clear that with you. So you can then say, okay, clear it. Fine. I want 50% of the song. They paid him $2,500 and then search went to Zamba and said to Richard Blackstone, Yo, they gave us $2,500, but take 50% of the song. Here's the reason why they could do that, because it was a master's clearance also. A master clearance is when you actually sample the actual song. Sierra Promise. If I sing it, that's a publishing clearance. If I actually take Sierra's vocals, that's a master and publishing clearance. So when he sampled dead presidents, he's sampling Nas's voice. He could have easily had Dame say, I'm out for presidents to represent me. And then it will just been a publicist clearing. That's why they was at the mercy of saying, give me 50%. I'm going to ask you this, and I have no clue if you know the answer to this, but I feel like you might because your brain has like all these random facts. What's like the biggest sample song in hip hop? 
I don't know. I oh, mean, okay. that, that could be anything. Oh, okay, because I thought you would have randomly had some nah, no, computer no. fact in the I'm back not. of your head. Okay, so Burner Boy says that, well, Burner Boy's manager um, his, is actually mom. his mom, yeah, his and mom. she just got named one of the best managers in hip-hop. Do you think that it is smart to have your mom or someone in your family manage you? Yeah, I think it's smart to have somebody that loves you manage you. I think that's period, but they got to be business savvy and then love you. They can't love you and then be business savvy because if they love you and they're business savvy, they're going to always think about how their love for you. And I only noticed because I've made mistakes before. I made a lot of mistakes as a manager because I loved my guys. So when someone made, it, made them uncomfortable, I was like, fuck that. Even though the uncomfort that they were trying to enforce on them was going to make them greater. I wasn't worried about them being greater. I was worried about them being happy. So... That's why I can relate to it. So if your mom or dad is managing you, as long as they're business-minded first, because here's the thing, in order for me to truly, in order for me to work with you, I have to be able to assess you, right? So I have to be able to say something to you like, yo, Tamara's cool, but glasses, right? I might not be able to say that to Tamara because Tamara might feel like, well, these are the glasses that my mother gave me on my fifth birthday and I never said I was going to take them off, right? So you need that person in the middle that's like, yo, I know the glasses mean a lot to her, but it's taken away from what she's trying to do. Mm-hmm. Now, what if I was telling your mom? And your mom was like, fuck that. I gave her those glasses when she was five. They're not coming off. Mm-hmm. Now, everybody's like, all right, cool. Well, then shit. That's a really good analogy. Hopefully we lose. Hopefully we win. But if we don't, you can't say that we didn't give you every option to fix what you thought needed to be fixed. That was a really, really good analogy. Speaking of Burner Boy, he told everybody, don't talk to him if you didn't make $100 million in the past year. Um, that I bring that up because... Artists are crazy. That was a terrible statement. The same way when Sweetie came out and said, her album was that, she said, I made my album for pretty, pretty bitches. Good. Stop leading with the ego, bro. You can't, artists can't afford that can't afford that so what so sweetie just been taking the internet stuff no she should have went back in the booth and came back nah, she should she, she should have just said it would have been she should have said i heard y'all i'll be back with something mm-hmm. even if it's that like i'm coming back stronger not i make my music for are you do, do you did you hear an album no but i, I think you're pretty like, hold i think you're pretty so you. she just so are you, you you're not in it you're not a pretty bitch that she made a music. See what I'm trying to say? I do you can't, now it becomes like, well, I guess I'm not pretty. So now you start thinking to yourself, I guess I'm not pretty. So you can't, as an artist, outcast your audience mm-hmm. or the fan base. You cannot do that. You have to keep them at the table and engaged. There's some girls that aspire to be pretty, that love Sweetie, that heard her music, and that didn't care for this project. And now they're like, I don't care for her now because of that comment. Don't talk shit to your base. That was a terrible move for her to say. Terrible. Well, I was asking that about the burner boy particular situation because it just showed a big um, difference compared to the song and story that Meek Mill's been telling recently. So Meek Mill um, recently, he had his Dreams and Nightmares 10th year anniversary tour, mm-hmm. um, having a ball, is really kind of evaluating his career over the years. And we spoke about it last time, how he said, like, he wants to move forward and sell his music, like, in a new, unique way. But, um, and looking back on his career, he said that in the past 11 years, he only made $10 million off of music. Who? Meek Mill said yeah. that. Um, Which is crazy. Yeah, so... And when he's talking, that's, that's what I said earlier about Taylor Swift. You'll make, Meek Mill probably made two, three hundred million. If he made that much money, only 10, 10, 10 million of it came from recorded music. That's what I'm trying to get you to see. That's why it's like, why do you care? Like, artists, why do you worry about that? That's not your real money. Your real money is from making hits. 
So who's making the money off the music? That's a whole nother show we got to do. And <laughs> we don't have enough time to call that one. I'm being honest with you. But I will say this to you. I will say this to you. Um, he, no, no, here's the thing. Artists can get their money. But unfortunately, I'm going to tell you a story that I heard. I don't know if this is true. I heard this is a story. I heard when 50 Cent was mad at Interscope and he wanted to get out the deal and they told him no. So he audited them. That's smart. So he audited them and when he did, he found out that they owed him like $10, 15000000 million. So then he said, keep the money, just let me go and take my shit with me and they did. That's genius. That's, but what I'm saying is that, so I only say that to say, mind you, I don't know if that's true, I just heard a rumor about that, right? But what I'm saying to you is, is that if you're an artist, focus on, stop, like Meek said some real shit, bro. First of all, I love Meek. Love him. I get him, right? I understand he's an emotional guy. He's a guy that came from nothing and he's around, you know, he's around all this rich shit. And it goes back to what I said on my Twitter post where as a black man, when you start making money, you start getting the higher up you get on the totem pole, the more you realize you don't see people that look like you. And you also start, they also start making comments to you like, yeah, you're one, you're different. So now you differentiate, they separate you from your own people, right? But the thing about Meek is that Meek went to jail. So Meek understands the importance of having his niggas around him. Because Meek still got the same, a lot of the same niggas around him. So he, I don't care how rich you are, I don't care how much money you make. These my niggas. And I want to see their mom do good like my mom do good. And if I'm the way out, then I need to learn as much as I can to share with them. That's what Meek is doing. But in learning, he's, he. He's, he's, he's doing right. He just, if I was his manager, I would just say, let's get quiet and let's get our shit together first and there, then air everything out. But let's get our shit together first. Let's just not, because he's not wrong, but you don't know how much they charging you for how much royalty points you're getting. You don't know nothing. For all you know, for all you know they, get, they cut Ross a $20 million check and now you got to recoup that. You don't know. You don't know nothing. So instead of talking about how you got fucked, figure out how you got fucked and then come back to the table. Don't ask Twitter, how do I make 10 million? Go really pay somebody 100,000 to look under the hood and figure out how much you really are owed. You might be surprised. I think that that's Meek's problem. He kind of gets excited. He finds something new. And you know how we are with Twitter. We run, he does a comment, and then it kind of backfires on him sometimes. But he just gets excited. So he he gets new information. He feels like, my people should know this. He runs to the internet. He thinks he's sharing it. He is, though. He's not wrong. He's not wrong. Meek is not wrong. We love Meek. He's not wrong. He just is getting the information in real time and sharing with us. And there is a method to this that I just want him to know because I feel like a guy like him is so valuable to our community because he wants to give us the answers. And I think there's nothing better than that. How do you, he cares about us knowing. He cares about us eating. I don't, I'm never going down him. I just want to advise him to do the right thing so he can really figure it out. Okay, if you were an artist and you want to make the most money off your music right now, how would you do that? It depends on the kind of artist I am. Okay, let's say I am a up-and-coming hip-hop artist from Chicago. Mm-hmm. What should I do to release dep- my music? It's, 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 make the most money? It depends. It depends. It's too much. That's like, it's just too many options to go. You have to figure, it's so, it's such a real assessment that needs to be done that we just gotta, it just doesn't work like that. So, if you're an artist from Chicago, the first thing I say is, 
First of all, no matter where you're from, what kind of music you're making, who's your audience, who you're making it for, how do they interact with the people that are like you, it's so many things that have to go into place. If I put my, if I put my music on SoundCloud, do I get paid from that? I don't know. I think you do from certain. It, it, it's, it's, you get paid something. Hmm, I'm going to have to look into this because I really want to know, like, what are the different things, but we'll, we'll dig into that. Um, all right. So, anyway, this was a really good show. We're going to come back. Yeah, we're going to do it. We're going to get into it, into it. No, we, I really want to break down. Like, you're going to have to do I can some break research it down. and break down I hate that I can break it down, me. but I can. You can, right? Yeah, I understand. Was, I, I understand why artists don't get their money. I know exactly why. Yeah, I want you to tell me. You I can't have to tell, tell me I, I can't week. tell you. I can't. I, I got I to gotta, I gotta, I gotta, I gotta sit in Zen with that one. Yeah, we'll, we'll think about it. We'll, we'll talk about it. But I know. Ray hit me with a cold ride sometime. Like, oh, no, nah, I know. Boy. I just said I know. He going to tell me. Okay, so anyway, guys... Make sure you like, subscribe, and um, comment, follow, <laughs> with your friends, our YouTube, Facebook, Twitter page, Instagram. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today, or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.